Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is the budget special uh, as our Chancellor Rishi Shunak splashes the cash to stimulate the UK economy and get us through this coronavirus crisis. Now, I'm not going to go through every single detail in, in the budget because you can pick that up online. You can look on the BBC website, government website, any news website will give you the minute details. But I wanted to highlight some of the main points that may be affecting you and I and, and the average person in the street. Now, the first thing is that £30 billion uh, has been pledged to set aside for dealing with uh, the, the, the coronavirus and uh, to, to get the economy going again, because the, the Chancellor obviously spends a lot of time talking about how, in particular, smaller businesses have been hit by this, this crisis. And this, of course, follows a half percent base rate cut uh, last night, which is, is also designed to, to get things moving and, and get, get the economy moving. Whether or not it'll work or not, because rates were already quite low and that they've gone down now to 0.25%, which is the same as its historic level that, 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 that it went down to uh, the last time was just after the, uh, the, 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 the European uh, referendum. So base rates will be very low. So how will that affect most people? Well, most people are on a have a mortgage, of course, but most people who have a mortgage would be on some sort of deal. Um, and, and a lot of people are in fixed rate deals because, of course, last year we've been told interest rates are going up. Fix now, fix now. I remember all the Sunday papers telling me to fix. And, and that's what I did. <laughs> I fixed my rate. And now, of course, regret it because rates have come down. But we didn't know there was going to be this coronavirus uh, uh, problem crisis. So. Rates have gone down. And for most people, they may see a small drop in their mortgage payments. Uh, the, the lenders tend to drag their heels a bit when it comes to reducing rates, but always jack up your mortgage as soon as rates are, are even announced, uh, a rise in rates. A bit like the petrol, um, you know, on the pumps. We've, we've seen oil prices slashed massively, crude oil. Uh, but, but I heard yesterday that some of the Asda and Tesco's are reducing petrol by 2p a litre. Well, that doesn't really make a lot of difference. But I guess the fact that they've already bought the oil that they, they're pumping out now. But we should see a, a reduction in uh, cost of, of petrol and diesel. But the, the half rate, half percent base rate cut will obviously filter through to, to most people eventually. Uh, some people are on discount deals where you could be a discount based on, on the variable rate. Of course, lenders now have their own made up variable rates. It's not necessarily linked to the base rate at all. And many are charging uh, quite high rates compared to the variable rate as our credit card companies. However, I, hopefully you'll get a reduction in your mortgage and there'll be some cheap deals out there. If you're looking to uh, change your mortgage deal, remortgage, there should be some cheap deals out there. Now, there will also tax cuts announced for millions as NA, national insurance thresholds have been increased. Uh, the, the amount that you'll have to earn before you even start paying NI, national insurance, is going up to, to 9500 from April. So that all saves people tax. You should also remember that in this country, you don't pay any income tax, which is a different tax. You've got national insurance, then income tax. 
you don't pay income tax until you earn, I think, around £12,500. So many low-paid workers are not even paying any tax at all, and they're paying very little in national insurance. Billions have been pledged for infrastructure projects. I saw the headline, £175 billion, and many of these will be in the north. Uh, there'll be new uh, projects started in the north to, for research and development. And he mentioned Teesside, which is a, a bit of a depressed area, places like Humberside and other regions. So it won't all be centred around London and the capital. And that's a good thing. That should stimulate and get, get jobs going. Uh, there is a, a slight negative on the on the stamp duty, 2% stamp duty surcharge for foreign property buyers buying property in the UK. I, I don't think we'll be too bothered about that really because um, it, it's only going to affect, I think, rich foreigners who buy property in, in London and push up prices for everybody else. Uh, not all, all foreign buyers buy in London, but uh, it, it's probably not helping local people if 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 wealthier people are just parking their money here, some of the money being hot money from Russia, parking their money here in, into massive properties, leaving them empty. It doesn't even help people who are who need somewhere to live. So so that that would not be um, uh, criticised at all. And then then 12 billion was announced for uh, to, to to make available to 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 local authorities to build more affordable homes. Now, I've been banging on about this for quite a while, that uh, affordable homes should be built uh, by local authorities. More council homes should be built by local authorities. They can now borrow money at incredibly cheap rates. Uh, now's the time to start building. That gets people back to work. The government also set up a fund to deal with this dangerous cladding following the uh, the, the terrible tragedy we saw in London where that, that building burned down. Um, and... A lot of uh, private homeowners, people who own flats, sometimes only built in the last couple of years, have got this cladding on the outside of their building, and they they they, they it's going to cost you know sometimes millions to remove that, or certainly tens of thousands of pounds. So people have been blighted by this. Bear in mind these buildings were built at a time when they said this cladding is safe. Uh, so who's going to pick up the bill? The government said they're setting up a fund to to deal with that. Uh, so that we can get that out the way and, and many people can get back with their lives because they're in blighted properties at the moment. Now, more bank finance will be made, made available to the businesses to expand. This is where money has been pumped in. And we hope that the banks will actually lend the money out because the banks, when they were bailed out uh, after 2009, were supposed to pass this this money on to small businesses. But actually, in actual fact, what happens is that lending tightened up and the banks just used it to, to buoy up their own uh, capital reserves and etc. Uh, so we hope that that money will filter through to businesses. Other uh, reliefs have been announced for businesses. Um, business rate relief in some cases will be cancelled for a year. There's going to be a, a £3,000 gift given to every small business uh, that, that qualifies for business rate relief. But there's no details about how that will, will work. But that's a direct cash stimulus into the economy. And 50,000 more nurses are promised that they want to but this this has been announced about six times. I, I, don't, I don't know why it's announced again, but this will come alongside UK visa changes to, to enable the NHS to, to recruit more nurses from abroad. And also money will be made available to train more nurses. So it's a borrow and spend budget that will hopefully lift future growth and jobs. And that that, that is according to the OBR, the Office for Bus Budget Responsibility. So it's, it's turning away from the austerity budgets of the past uh, the government is now saying, "What well, we're basically going to take a mortgage out on the on the economy to to borrow to build assets, uh, which will hopefully produce jobs and and in turn increase tax revenue. Because if more people are working 
and the economy is lifted, then you get more tax from workers, you get more corporation tax, and you know you 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 generally stimulate the economy if the money is spent in the right way. Just like any other borrowing, if you borrow money and go and blow it on consumer goods and and fast cars, that's not going to do much for your economy in the future. But if you borrow money and buy assets like property, and and that property goes up and you rent that property out, that that will be an asset. Or if you borrow money to start a business and that business grows, so the right kind of borrowing, we want to see the right kind of borrowing, and we want to see that money spent in in the right way. Now you might be asking, who is this Rishi Sunak? Uh, because he's a relatively newcomer to politics. Uh, I think he's only been an MP since 2015. In fact, he he came to my constituency as one of four people applying for the job of of MP because the other the, the other guy had stood down, and he was one of the people who pitched to us. Um, I, I found him okay. He was quite an intelligent guy. Uh, he he's Ox- Oxford educated, born in the UK from immigrant uh, Asian family who came from East Africa. Uh, part of that that East African immigration phase in the 60s that were usually successful. His dad was a GP, mum was a pharmacist. Uh, he privately educated, but went to, to Oxford and then Stanford, spent some time in Goldman Sachs. I, I found him uh, a, an interesting guy, but he didn't quite have the charisma to pull off. And we, we picked somebody else. In fact, we picked Oliver Dowden, who's now the culture secretary, another rapid rise to ministerial uh, status. Because MPs can often spend years and years on the back benches before they even get a junior minister position. He got it, he got a job in the Treasury. And then when Sajid Javid stepped down and resigned over a row with uh, the, the cabinet office, Rishi Sunak was suddenly made chancellor in, in this. He made a joke about it in the bud, in the budget speech saying uh, he, he called it a job miracle. So it's an amazing meteoric rise from, you know, nothing. Just started off as an MP in 2015 and and now five years later, he's the Chancellor of the Exchequer, and and I, I, I think that's great. And from from what I can hear of him today, he he knows what he's talking about. He's taken a different approach, and hopefully, this kind of budget will get things lifted and and get things moving again. But make no mistake, we are still in a crisis here. The stock market is still down today. Uh, I I guess it's about fifteen to twenty percent off its peak. Uh, at the end of uh, beginning of this year, so you know things need stimulated. We we need to do something, and the coronavirus uh, is still growing in the UK. I think we had eighty five more cases confirmed today, so we're not out of the woods yet. And I think the world economy is not out of the woods yet. The governments and central banks are still printing hundreds of billions of of dollars and euros, uh, and that's not good for the long term economy. So we still need to find a way of getting out of the, the crisis that we're in. It's not just about coronavirus because our economy was was already at zero growth for the last quarter in uh, up until January. Uh, so things were already slowing down, uh, not not increasing. So you can't just blame the coronavirus. But hopefully these measures and you know, will help to, to get things moving again and get the economy on the move. But the whole world is, is in, a, is in a, a tricky position at the moment. So uh, I, I wouldn't just um, count all your chickens just yet, but hopefully we'll see some good things. So, so thanks for listening and uh, have a great day. And uh, just just look at your economy. My final advice is to look at your economy, not just the wider economy. Look at your own economy and what you can do to help your economy and your future by investing in your future. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. 
The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 